Welcome to the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network, home of the Dresden Files podcast, 42 Entertainment, and many others. More podcasts like this one can be found at brokenjars.xyz. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the 65th episode of the 42 Podcast, where as always, we're talking about the failings of the late, great human race. And for the first time since the last time, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan. How are you doing today, buddy? Good, Jacob. How are you, man? Eh, you know, I'm all right. I'm tired. It's another, another day in Western PA. Woke up with some serious, serious bed face. For those who don't know, I have a pretty righteous beard at this point. It's it's a solid... Righteous is the way to describe it, it's righteous. It's a solid three to four inches off the end of my chin. I mean, it's getting pretty long at this point. And right, but from like mustache to the bottoms, like, what, seven, eight inches? Uh, no, no, right? no, I can't... Yeah, really long. Like, like, that's I, I, just... can, I can get it over... The bottom of my beard can go over my eyes. <laughs> and for those who around, y'all. For those who don't know, bed face is like bed head, but on your face. Right. And so what happened is like it looked like I had somehow managed to like roll around and sleep face first on my pillow, but my the bottom of my beard got like scrunched up in my face. And it was literally a ninety like parallel to the ground when I woke up. I looked at my wife, like, this doesn't look good, does it? She's like, no. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> but it was so bad. Like, so I got out my beard oil, because normally the beard oil, I can get it in there, comb it out, it's fine. No do it. She's like, well, I got some really good mousse. Maybe that'll work. Put that in there, nothing. I'm like, shit. Well, I got to take a shower now. <laughs> Already running late for work. So I had to, like, shampoo, conditioner, the whole bit, just to, like, get it to look right. <laughs> But other than that, you know, life's good. Uh, you know, the world's crazy. Trump world is, is officially crazy. the nominee, even though they tried really hard to, like, stage a coup at the convention. They yes. did. They tried real hard. Um, but, you know. It's a little success. Did you, see the, did you see Stephen Colbert? No. Dressed up as the guy from Hunger Games? As the, the you know, the, oh, yeah, the yeah. mayor uh, or whatever, and it gets up on stage? And he's talking all this shit about Trump and stuff, but it's in, like, character, and it's about, like, Hunger Games. It's in this funny way. And then when the guy goes to get him off stage, he's like, look, 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 look let's just both be honest here. I'm not supposed to be on the stage, but neither is Trump. And then he, <laughs> like, gets off this. <laughs> he's hilarious. Yeah. I, I miss the old uh, report, um, Colbert Report. That was a fun show. Yeah, I never thought we'd be here, but here we are. So, so what do you think about the plagiarism? Who cares, huh? Who cares? I mean... Like, who gives a fuck? Who He's gives still a nominee fuck? and you're like, worried about plagiarism? Fuck y'all. Like, the Clintons accuse Obama plagiarizing back, plagiarism back in 08. You know, it just happens. It's who not cares? like... Whoever... Granted, whoever was the campaign manager who signed off on that speech did a bad job. And he should probably lose his job because that was just stupid. But the fact... Like, I saw I saw a stat. Like, the four major news networks yesterday did an hour and 30 minutes on plagiarism. And I'm just like, okay, really? That's what you're going to spend your time on? Not, you know, the axe, supposed axe murdering or niece or, 
you know, the actual d issues that are facing us. No, no, no. Plagiarism. That's what's important. It's like, and I try to tell people, they're like, oh, what do you think? I'm like, I don't care. It's not gonna, No one's going to give a shit about it tomorrow. That's what happens when you have uh, news channels funded off of advertisements. Yeah. Well, you have to have a news, you have to have your news source, which is difficult. It has to be funded by the government, but completely separated. Like, right. the, best you, we, I mean, the best example we have is like the BBC. Or it has to be like funded by the people. Right. And that version is NPR. And I do believe if you want the most most intelligent and the least biased. Now, I'm not going to say it's not biased, but the least biased. It's probably going to be NPR. Like, but it's also kind of boring. You know, it's just like facts and stuff. And you're like, <laughs> all right, well, yeah, that's all true. But it's the, that's what the problem is. You well, have news what organizations I, what I've read based off of viewers. The best or the most accurate, least biased news is nakednews.com. Oh, Naked News? Yeah, it's I supposed to be. I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, but it's exactly what it sounds like. Like, just the, oh wait, there's naked people. Yeah, like their newscasters the are naked. Doing <laughs> the news, it is supposed to be extremely accurate. That's like the people who used to say that Hooters food was. They went for the food. It's like, yeah, okay, sure, sure you did. Yeah, I I go to Naked News because it's like the least biased and uh, you know most honest news source. Uh, it's like, let's okay, see. sure you did. It's, like, I didn't uh, even notice they were naked. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> Let's see, I would go to Hooters for the food, because if you've ever been to Hooters, you know the girls aren't that scandalous. Now, you go to Twin Peaks for Holy the girls. Holy shit. Twin Peaks does not fuck around when it <laughs> no, comes it to does girls. <laughs> no, it does not. We have a place down here called Bombers, which uh, is set up like an old World War II I've heard of Bombers. Place. I went in there, and you know how it is like when a place is brand new just opens they get like the pick of the litter kind of people you mm -hmm. know there's no turnaround yet it's all right. just the very first pick so i knew that but we went in and it was every single girl and there was dime pieces i was like oh my god and the person that we got was pregnant <laughs> right but she's like five foot four five foot three and cute as a button and pregnant so you know how they get that glow that extra like prettiness to them like and she was in shape, but she just had a pregnant belly. It was she was so pretty. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. That place is awesome, uh, <laughs> and the food was decent. So, yeah, we used to go to Twin Peaks in Oklahoma City. And, I think me there once. Yeah, yeah, you we went there, but like we would go there, like and we wouldn't eat because their food was meh at best, but the beer was good and the women were fun. <laughs> uh. What's funny though is I was reading because last I, was, I think it was last year there was an article in the Wall Street Journal about how the only restaurants that were growing in the U.S. were restaurants. Restaurants, so Re like a Hooters or a right, and shoot, it was shoot. so funny because yeah, the Hooters CEO was like, you know, it's not about the girls, it's about the food. And the Twin Peaks CEO, and you could tell he's a Texan because I think I think it was founded in Austin. He's like, look, the girls got to fill the uniform. <laughs> He was. He didn't even give no shits about it. He wasn't even trying to be PC. He's like, "Look, dude, we know what we're selling. <laughs> we don't care." That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's a good place to go have a beer, and the you know the guys like to tip, and they'll overpay for the food to go look at pretty chicks. Sex sells, man. Sex sells. It have always you, has. Have you ever been to a bikinis? 
No. Okay, Sounds so awesome, though. So oh, no. We had one in the woodlands. Yes, I have been there. The key and for those, awesome. For those who know, at least the one I went to was like a trashier, a trashier Twin Peaks with more silicone. Way trashier. Not kind of trashier. Way trashier. It's a lot more silicone and a lot more cellulite. <laughs> so we, we used to go to Twin Peaks, but then they quit carrying Boulevard Wheat. So we had to find somewhere new because that was the oh, summer of Boulevard. Poor God. Oh, <laughs> so we, we migrated over to bikinis, which was right beside it. <laughs> Is this the naked news? Yeah. Oh, I got to buy a membership, hundred forty nine bucks. What a shame! Oh wow, she's naked. I'll just like y'all know, she's just straight up <laughs> and stunning. She's beautiful. Well, yeah, but we yeah. got people just straight up pay. See, they they're not paying for certain types of news; they're paying to see naked chicks. <laughs> My wife has even said, like, maybe we should get a subscription. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> They're very pretty, though. And if the news is honest, like, it's not a bad way to, you know, you know, you're adults. Y'all don't have kids. Y'all can watch that in the morning. No big deal. Have a cup of coffee and watch some gorgeous chick give you the news. What's wrong with that? Very European of you. <laughs> uh, but they, they don't just have girls, from what I understand, so... Well, if there's dudes, I bet they're gorgeous also, <laughs> judging by the women. Uh, I'm trying to, like, uh, there, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Let's, let's see if we can't find a fact check on Naked News. Are we going to Snopes? Uh, you know, I kind of feel like we're living in a world, though, today, where most of the fact checking is just checking other people's articles. It's like it's really difficult to actually like fact check an event that already happened that you weren't there at. You know what I mean? That's true. Just like I you're mean, taking other trusted people's words. And with and the even internet, the like way a it lot is, of facts, like, even but the thing is, like most fact checkers are like, if you watch them, they're biased. Especially like the big ones, like Wapo and stuff. They're just like so fucking biased. So I'm I'm becoming very like I don't want to say cynical. Like that's not the right word. Oh, I'm already there. Um, but it's cynical. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like I don't. It's indifferent. Like, I don't care. I don't believe you. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, shit's going down, but, like, I'm not going to get the actual version of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because even with my friends and the drama that happens between two friends that I know really well, I still don't get the real <laughs> version of it. And you expect me to get the version of what's happening between some dude in Turkey and some other dude in Turkey? Or... 21,000 other people? It's like, how do you have a coup with 21... How do 21,000 people organize? That doesn't even make sense. Like, I'm, I just, It's all like, okay, whatever. It's all wag the dog bullshit to me, and I'm just tired of it. There was a time in my life, like 15 years ago, I listened to all of that stuff. I'd listen to NPR, and I'd watch Fox, and I would watch, what was the other one? C-SPAN or whatever the liberal bullshit one was. Not C-SPAN, um, CNN or whatever it was. I don't even care. <laughs> I used to watch those channels and I used to pay attention and I used to care what was happening in the parliament and I used to care what was happening in Congress and I used to pay attention to what was happening in Israel and it's like, I don't care. As long as they're not dropping nukes on us, right? Or poisoning us. Or, you know. But even then, like, what would I do about it? You know what I mean? Like, if you dropped right. a nuke on us, it would be like, well, shit. <laughs> That'd be the extent of my effort to stop it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's one of the things I try to tell people now. Sweet. I was like, look, the most important thing I have is time. 
I've got time. some money. I don't have a lot of money, but I got enough money to be semi comfortable. But like the most important thing I have is time. And people want to get into it with me, and I'm just like, dude, I do not have the time. Sorry. Are you, talk- are you talking about somebody? Well, certain people's. Not not one person <laughs> in particular, because I know you're gonna bring it up. It's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think you and him enjoy it. I find y'all like trolling. Like, y'all are like fishermen. I'll see like one of you like be in chat and it's like, hey, he's in, oh, he's in his boat. He's trolling. Like, you could just seem like, pull in this little like line behind him. And sometimes it's you and sometimes it's him. And y'all are going different directions. And I'm like, who's going to bite? And sometimes it's like, oh, we got a whopper. This is a real one. And then sometimes you're like, oh, uh, uh, and then you get off the line. It's, it's like, it's like literally watching fish. It's hilarious. We're going to offer it as a Patreon just to be able to let y'all watch Slack. <laughs> you can't talk, but you can watch it. You can watch movie. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay 20 bucks a month to watch this shit. Oh, speaking of that, I told you about my friend last week, right? Mm-hmm. The fucker was supposed to be on this week, but he's lazy, so it didn't happen. But he's supposed to get his shit together and be on next week. He was okay. like... He's like, I'm worried I don't have a good enough mic, right? I'm like, well, take a picture of it and show me. Take a guess at what he sends me a picture of. Oh, it's yeah. a USB mic, so I'll give you a lot of, like, you know, that's a big hint. Was it, like, a, a Sennheiser, like, one of those really nice Sins or Yeti or something? It's a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude, that's it's good that's enough. terrible. <laughs> It'll work. It'll work. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, he's uh, hopefully going to be on next week. And what I think we need to do <laughs> is if he enjoys coming on next week, if we invite him on for the week after and have Alex on. <laughs> and then me and you just have a few drinks. <laughs> just kind of be quiet. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. Maybe, so. maybe that's when we do the inaugural super fight. We'll like referee <laughs> like some Friday night. <laughs> I think it'd be great. So look forward to that, y'all. <laughs> Well, there's been a it's been a big week, man. Like news. Kind of. Well, I'm talking for nerds. I don't care about the world. It's been a big week for nerds. We got All right, break it down. Thrawn, maybe that? the best bad guy in the Star Wars universe. For those who don't know, he was in what's known as a Thrawn trilogy. It was Heir of the Empire and a couple other bo- and two other books written by Timothy Zahn. They're fantastic. You can get them for like two bucks on Amazon. Man. Go read them. They're the, tri- they're the trilogy that introduced Mara Jade. And Z- um, Thrawn was this admiral who kind of, he coalesced and took power of what remained of the Empire after Jedi. Yeah, so if you think about it, right? So when you watch the end of the third, or not the third movie, but the third movie, when uh, the Emperor dies and Darth Vader dies, there's a big power vacuum, but the empire, the empire isn't gone. And you like, gotta all figure of the there's a lot of other this... high-ranking military on the Death Star, you know? It would be like us just killing the president and vice president. You know, there's a lot left. You know, the rebellion struck a big blow. They got rid mm-hmm. of the second Star Destroyer and these people. Okay, big blow, giant. But they didn't actually, like, win the rebellion. But right. there was a giant civil war that happens and a bunch of other, like... It- colonies rebel against the station that are there and they're but you have like half the galaxy's empire and half the galaxy's you know rebellion still and they've still got most of the infrastructure like the star not uh what are they called um 
the fucking starships they drive. The Star Destroyers? They still have... Yeah, the Star Destroyer, but they still have a capital ship. They had two, and they destroyed one. Right. There's still a big capital ship even floating around, and all kinds of shit like that. In the, and in he the, takes power over that. In the, and that motherfucker, like Jacob said, in the, in the Star Wars universe, he is the coolest... He's the best bad guy. Yeah. Like, Darth Maul is a bad motherfucker. But... Thrawn's would win against, like, if it was, you know, your army versus Thrawn's army. Or you yeah, lose. he was a, just a you killer lose. tactician. And just, killer. yeah. And... and he's got this cat, which is like a right-hand man pet, like, bodyguard thing. Motherfucker is a bad dude. A In bad... my opinion, after reading the books, those books should have been episode 7, 8, and 9. That's my a opinion. thousand percent a thousand percent and and it was the perfect timing it was five years after the death star fell because it's the whole you know political drama of leia trying to coalesce this new republic you know it's it's a very much a uh down in the muck and mire kind of book you know politically and all that kind of stuff trying to share up alliances and there's some great fights though oh yeah Oh yeah, and then it's like and those cat things, man. I'm telling you, if you like bad guys, like I'm a big fan of badasses, right? Like in the Game of Thrones, you know how the mountain is mm-hmm. just a bad motherfucker, right? So you got the smart person, and then you got this muscle behind it too. Like to me, that's so sexy. And in this book, it's perfect because those guys that are with Thrawn are some bad dudes. Like I, I think Thrawn's right hand man. Might have taken on Darth Maul. Uh, I I would probably agree with that. Or it would have been like you wouldn't have bet on it. You'd have just been like, let's watch this fight. This is gonna right. be awesome. Yeah, then, you wouldn't have um, So they're bringing him into the actual universe. Uh, they're the Rogue One universe, most likely. Uh, no, he's not gonna be a part of Rogue One. He, um, the Han Solo stories. It's hard to say. Um, I know they're injecting him into a uh, cartoon series or the Rebels series. He's going to be a part of that. And Timothy's on the original author is writing a book that oh. will be canon. So that and that's the big deal for me. It's like it's going to be canon. That is awesome. Like I was explaining to one of my yeah, friends. Yeah, they said that last time about the other books though. Like. For people who don't know, a lot of those other books were canon. At like, signed point. off by Lucas Cannon. Like, right, but then Disney wiped them all out. But this is a Disney-approved, you know, book. Buys on. If it was by anybody else, I probably wouldn't care. But the, the fact he's coming back, he's going to be able to work him into the universe, it's going to be just choice. What are the odds we'll get a great audio book version? Uh, I don't know. I, I like ne- it's Try to read that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so that that's awesome. I'm really. I, I texted a friend of mine who he's big into like the movies and the games, but never really got in the books. Which I don't fault anyone for not getting into the Star Wars books. I mean, they're they're really cool. Some of them are really cool, but a lot of them are trash. So, uh, so I don't fault anyone. He's like, I told him, I was like, dude, I'm ex- I'm more excited for this than I was for the Rogue One trailers. Like, no, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was losing my mind when I, like, my Twitter just blew up because I follow, like, a lot of nerd stuff on Twitter, and it was just 18, 20 tweets in a row about Zon. And it's like, 
oh my god <laughs> like i saw this oh my god. i saw this little one i'm like something about thrawn being in can i'm like i clicked on it i'm like no and then sure enough 60 seconds later just, poof, my entire twitter blows up with it i'm excited man i'm i'm in i those are those three books are some of my favorite books ever they're fantastic uh, man, tom- tomorrow starts uh, Nerd Mecca. Tomorrow starts uh, San Diego Comic Con. Starts. Uh, Can pre- you imagine what Pokemon Go is gonna be like? No, God no. Oh my God! Well, you, the cosplays you- are gonna be insane. Do you think it came out soon enough for people to get their costumes done? Well, a lot of people cosplay Pokemon anyway. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. It, it's a. But you know, like, you know, there's going to be like lure wars, like booths trying to like lure people with you know. <laughs> oh yeah, there's going to be all kinds of crazy shit. I wonder if there's going to be some. Man, I wonder if like Nintendo is going to. I don't know. They, the last like time special I went... edition skins on Pokemon, right? Like, can you get a Comic Con Eevee? Right, like it might be like a skinned Eevee. Like, Man, that would be you something. You get it if, by, by being there, and it's rare. You got to catch it. Man, if they, they might did kill that, people with stampedes, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would. Uh, but so you know, Comic Con starting this week, which makes always makes me a little sad when I'm not there. Even though like the stuff I'm doing instead of Comic Con is awesome, like it still makes me a little like a part of my little nerd heart dies when I'm not there for the for a preview night. I've never been to Burning Man, and every time it starts without me, I'm a little sad. Especially when it ends and then I see pictures of it, like the the final night when they burn the the city. I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. I felt that way for the last eight years, and I've never even been there, so I know exactly how you feel. Because you have at least gone to Comic Con. Oh, uh, it's it's Mecca, man. Yeah, like it is. It's the happiest I like. It's the probably the happiest I've ever been for four straight days. Like, well, actually, the last time I went was like six days, but I was like, everything is good. Like, even That's if it's I bad, it's good. <laughs> yep. That's how I am at Renaissance. That's my, Renaissance is my place. Uh, then we got new Star Trek is coming. Actually, two new announcements for Star Trek. Kind of. Annoyingly, it's coming. Well, you, if, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, you are supposed to pay for the app. But if you're not, and know how to use a VPN, um, don't do it. But if you're if you're if you're not in America, you can watch it. It's like and if you it, are in America like and you know how to use a VPN, then you you can watch right. it. Right, but, but you it's going to be like Hulu. It's going to be like a week after it premieres. It's going to be on international Netflix. So, so that probably it's going to be it's going to be on Hulu. Uh, no, I'm saying it'll be like Hulu. Without it'll be like a delayed. So it'll premiere oh, right, in the right. U.S. But with that, so I mean, how do you get it here in the U.S. if you want it? Um, well, you get it. Well, you can sign up for their app. <laughs> Not with a VPN, bro. <laughs> the other, the, the legit way. No, you you, you can. Um, the, it's a CB. It's a CBS online app. So you gotta pay for their their streaming service, like six bucks a month or something. And um, or you know, you just pay per episode on like Amazon or something, which I might do. Why are we excited about this? Are the right people writing it? Yes. Yes, okay. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was, but there was some, like, a guy who was heavily involved in TNG, 
in some of the better Star Trek movies. Like the right people are writing it. Um, really excited to see it. I think Michael Dorn, you know, Worf is involved in it in a big way. When does it? When is it supposedly taking place? Uh, this fall. I think it's gonna. I think it's this no. Fall. Like in what year or? With, I like, don't. After... I don't know anything else. Like I have no idea what it is. But it's supposed to be. They're trying. It's supposed to be in the universe, but not so much tied to, like TNG. It's supposed. I think it's supposed to feel more like a Voyager or DS Nine. In or the universe. In the universe, but not necessarily Enterprise. I always thought it would be interesting if you did a Star Wars. Not. This sounds ridiculous, but like a like a comedy drama, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of following a ship and a crew, you follow a person or a couple people, right? Like and their relationships, and like have it more of like a friends in the Star Trek universe. Not friends because that would be shitty, but you know I what did, I mean, like mm-hmm. a Seinfeld. But but that kind of show in the Star Trek universe, not cheesy, but mm-hmm. fun and like show like you know the guy that works at the power station and the guy you know like. Don't show the captain of the fucking flagship of the Starfleet, but show me the guy who works at the coffee store, you know, coffee store and like is a loser. You know what I mean? Like show me the Star Trek loser or like the, the guy who's the having to clean out the warp cells. <laughs> right, like show me how that shit actually works, you know? Mm-hmm. Or um a show like Next Generation, but show me the ensigns. Right, yeah. Like show me like the, you know, like a different, you know. NBC is doing something kind of like that. With um, I don't remember the, the name of it off the top of my head, but it's set in the DC Cinematic Justice League universe. But it's about these guys who just work at like an office building, and so they have yes. all this like crazy shit going around them, and they're just like trying to live their day to day lives. Right, like a Star Trek sh- show on the Enterprise, but you're with the ensigns who don't know what the fuck's going on. So there's like lots of times where they're like when it's like red alert to like you know go to your quarters instead of going to one everybody goes to their own they all go to like their friends and they're like what do you think's going on and they're talking sh- you know like have those moments like it'd be fun like that you would could be do that hilarious I would pay to it see that it would be great especially if like college humor did it <laughs> but um I also thought since we're just you know why not we're 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 brainstorming here for no reason a Star Trek universe version of um Starfleet in San Francisco. Like the brass, you know, like give me the White House or the oh, West like War Main. Gaming, like kind of like the yes. big decisions. Yeah, yeah. That let would me be see cool. everything in the the you know the legal system and the politicking and like you know how are we evolved that much? It'd be interesting to see how that's evolved, but that'd be so difficult to do. It would be very hard, but it'd be fun. You have to have great writers. You should have great, great writers who really understood the Star Trek, you know, universe, which would be difficult to find. Oh man! If you could do it around like the Romulan cling, like when early, when like they're in they're they're at war with Romulus and like the Klingons come and help, like that would be a great thing to watch from that kind of point of view. Not not necessarily the ships out in the field, but the the strategy and politicking and Uh and the espionage. Oh yeah! Follow a couple. Follow a couple spies. Mm -hmm. So you get like these personal like people like in action sequences on ships far away, you know, and they send you know their information back in and stuff. They don't have to be characters throughout the whole series, but have them be like half an episode, a season, or a couple episodes. Have these, yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be great at it. Yeah, give be... me millions of dollars because that's about all the ideas I have. That's it. 
I really wish people would do that with shows and movies more. Like, let's get into the, the, the nitty-gritty and yeah, see no. what happens. It'd be yeah. fun. It would be fun. There's going to be a fourth Star Trek movie of the new ones. Uh, well, that's that, what has come out. I know. Oh, hey. Whatever. You, you, you want to do a little, a little ranking here? Grant, I, I don't agree with these rankings very much, but Nerdist.com ranked all 12 Star Trek movies from worst to best. Okay. So I don't even think I can name all 12. Okay, well, here's what I'll do. I'll read them off, and we can like agree or disagree with the position. That'll work. Uh, number 12, Star Trek Insurrection. Insurrection was that terrible. Is, that was the last one? Uh yes, I'm pretty sure that was the last of the new ones. Where data Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen these fucking movies, you're not going to. The one where data dies? Uh let's see. Uh, I think so. With the clone of Picard? Mm-hmm. I okay. So that movie did suck. Because whoever did it did a really bad job. But the idea of that movie was fucking Excellent. No, 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 no. Okay, you, you're, you're wrong. No, no. Insurrection. The plot of this film revolved around a plant that was a sort of fountain of youth thing happening. Aggressive. Oh, yeah, that movie. That yeah. Movie sucks so bad that I don't even remember it. Yeah. The only thing I can remember about that movie is that they slowed down that hummingbird, and we were so technologically inferior apes back then. We thought it was impressive. Yes, we saw it together. If I remember right. Um, that movie sucked. You know why? They gave Jordy his <laughs> eyes back and shit. That movie sucked. Uh, that movie sucked. Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. A lot of people consider it. Which one is that's that? One, that's the it's the original series where they meet God. Actual God or? Uh, uh, I don't oh, yes. Some kind of all-powerful being. That one did suck. Uh, Nemesis, which is the one where Data dies. That one's actually, it does suck, but like I was saying, it, was, it could have been really good. Mm-hmm. The idea of cloning Picard and having him grow up in a terrible condition and become a different person and him struggling with that and like the conversations between him and Troy and whoever else, you know, like Guinan, could have been excellent. Like they could have had like these great philosophical like coming to kind of situations. Um, the fact that the data die sucks. But the other pro- the other thing in it is that it had the best representation of star, like of spatial star combat, mm-hmm. like where they actually flew the ships around each other, and it's like, well, we we're getting beat up on the ass, so they're like rotating the front around and stuff, trying to get you know, and they're like positioning themselves so they absorb damage on the shield sections differently and evasive maneuvers, and it really high. I was like, oh yeah, it would be like flying two ships in like on the ocean but in three dimensions. So you'd have all of these different angles co- to contend with, and it's like, oh, it makes more sense that w- what Worf was doing was impressive. He right. was good, you know, and the guy who's flying the ship working together with him, and it's like, oh, I get it. It's like a pirate ship. Like, it was like a pirate battle, and that vid- that movie really... Mm-hmm. Did a good job of shows- that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, what's next? Star Trek, the motion picture at number nine. The first one. Yeah. I liked it. It does suck, but I liked it. <laughs> it's uh, one of those where you can put it on, and it eats up a whole fucking afternoon. It may be only like two and a half hours long, but in reality, it's like six. That movie <laughs> goes on forever and ever and I, ever. They, they just try too hard. 
I think is what happened with that one. Yeah. Uh, number eight is Star Trek Into Darkness, which is the newest one so far. Um, Those don't even count. Those aren't canon. <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, the new Star Trek movies I like as space movies, but not Star Trek movies. I mean, Star Trek Into Darkness is... Yes. Uh, those movies are excellent, except for they don't follow their own universe's physics. Correct. I don't care if the humans can fucking fly in your universe, but they have to all fucking fly in your universe, right? And it has to make sense. Like, they, like I don't care how ridiculous your universe is, but your universe has to follow its own fucking rules, right? And right. if you have all the normal physics of Earth and then you jump out of a car to an 80 and you don't die, your movie sucks. <laughs> Movie sucks. Uh, let's see. It's number seven, Star Trek Generations. Now, this one I really like, so I feel like it should be higher. Um, oh, that movie actually sucks, though. It probably does. I have might enjoy it, but it sucks. I haven't watched it in a long time, so I don't know. But I did love it. I, you know, the ribbon and Kirk and. Right. It might have made a great episode, but it made a horrible movie. Yeah, uh, that's probably like, true. Why is this so long? Like, what's going on? Number six, The Search for Spock, which is Star Trek Three. It's good. It's good. Not great. Not bad. Yeah, it's good. It's it's a Star Trek movie. Um, start, number five, First Contact. I could, I could see arguing this that this is the Borg one. Uh-huh. This should either should be, be a lot much high, higher. It should, yeah. I was thinking it should be a lot higher or a lot lower, depending on how you want to look at. It. But I love this one. I like, don't see how. No, this is one of the best. This I, is the I, one where Data gets the feelings. Yeah. This and, is the one where she lets. Yeah, no. This this one's excellent, and that's the one with the the whole Cochrane thing. Uh-huh. Like where he's like, wait, 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 we can't launch. He's like, all right, we're gonna have to abort the mission. He's like, no, 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 no. I found I it. I got it. <laughs> and he sticks the little disc in, and it gets playing. It's that that you know um, Red Carpet Ride. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, fucking, uh, yeah. I I love that movie. Because well, I've read this list, and I know what's higher than in it than it, and I think this should they should at least swap spots. But it, uh, Star Trek. Six, the undiscovered country, which is my personal favorite. Uh, at number four, which one? that's the one, the last of the original series ones, where like Kirk and McCoy. Let's get, let the dogs of war. Yeah, and or let's cry havoc. Yeah, love that one. Um, number three, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. I always think this movie's overrated. It's good, but as Star Trek movies go, I think it's overrated. This is the one about the uh, the whales. It had the most stupid fucking premise of any Star Trek movie or, like, episode. Like, the, the, the idea that you would go back in time and get fuck What the fuck? <laughs> but it might be... It might have the best, like, acting and, like, pacing and editing and, like, actual dialogue of the Star Trek universe. Like, it's, it's really enjoyable. The characters are real. The people are real. The, the interactions are real. It's fun. You know, that's the one where... It's like one of the oldest versions of Spock you get before he dies, and then you get the new Spock, right? And that Spock is really funny. Like, he actually is very human before they kill him off and reset him, right? Am I right about that? No. Search for... He's, this is when he's reset. Oh, so he's different this time because he's been hanging out with Kirk from the beginning, I guess. I guess, But this one yeah. is funny. 
He gives right. Kirk a hard time, like in the pizza shop and in the truck and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's got that data sense of humor, that logical, dry humor, uh-huh. which personally I appreciate. I think it's funny as shit. And number two, Star Trek, the reboot, the new Star Trek, the one you were railing on about physics. Yeah. This sucks, cock. <laughs> I mean, he's not a Star Trek movie. And the fact that Leonard Nimoy signs off on it just discredits him to me. You know, it's like, well, you know, to everybody else that credited the movie, it made the, the movie like, okay, it makes it okay now because Leonard Nimoy signs off on it. I don't give a fuck. That guy, did, he didn't understand Star Trek. <laughs> Asshole. There's no way Spock would do that. There's no way Spock would destroy a whole planet. Nope. Never. Okay. Not. It, uh, I'm front. Yeah, we can move on. Anyway. What's number <laughs> one, Jake? Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Okay. Widely considered the best one. Um, I don't like it at all. It's okay. I don't, I don't enjoy that movie at all. I think Kirk's son, the whole storyline with Kirk's son is stupid. I think those things that crawl in your ears are stupid. I think Khan overacts. I think he's a worse overactor than Shatner. And I don't mind with Shatner's because he pulls it off. He's got this weird Shatner charm about him. Oh. Just because I'm railing about the Shatner pause. Did you see the trailer for the new movie? Uh, the, the, for the new Star Trek that's coming out where he's asking Silo. You, you can't drive this thing, right? Have you heard that? Have you seen uh, that? I haven't seen that. Okay, okay. F- pull it up real quick. Find it. It's um, Kirk asks Solo, Sulu if he can drive this. See if you can't find it. Link it. I want to see if you hear the same thing I heard. Let's see if I can't find it. I haven't... I'm looking. I'm guessing it's trailer three. It's either two or three. Hang on. So the, in the new... In Star Trek four... Well, the new four. Chris Pine, who... Not Chris Pine. Chris Hemsworth is going to play Chris Pine... Pine's dad and Chris Hemsworth is Thor in the Marvel movies. So they're going to do like time traveling and shit in the next one. In what one? In the new four movie. So do you think they're ever going to make a crossover um, back and forth between this universe and the other universe? The parallel one? I mean, they would be interesting. I don't know if they have the balls to actually try to pull it off. That would be interesting, though, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Yeah, well. Yeah, who cares? Anyway, <laughs> I'd like to show you, though, because he... Uh, that's, just, that's a bullshit. I can't find it. Does, does but he kind of um, give that, like... He, he asked, so I can't do it properly, because I want you to hear it from, you know, this version... What is number two? Does it show it? This makes terrible. <laughs> this makes for terrible radio. We were doing so good, too. Yeah. Well, while you're looking, why don't you give us your recommends? Um, so it's, a, it's on Steam, and it's an older game. But it's called Stalker. Like capital S-T-A, you know, all the way. They're all capitals. Shadows like that? of... Wasn't that yeah, a what? horror, like, survival horror first-person shooter game? 
Yes. All right. And it came out like in 2003. So if you download this game, if you actually do this, you need to go to uh, Nexus Mod Manager and download Stalker Complete 2009, which was just updated in like June or something, right? So June of 2016. So even though it says 2009, that's when it was made. But it's been constantly updated over the years by these you know, dedicated people. So it literally brings this game to 2016, and it adds new monsters and new quests and new you know, NPCs, and it like fixes a lot of stuff. It's a cheap game, and the mod is free, and it is a blast to play. It's beautiful. It's 20 bucks on Steam. Okay, wait for the wait for it wait, to go on sale. Yeah, because it's <laughs> like during the Steam sale, during the Steam uh, sale, it gets to like four dollars or less. Yeah, yeah, it goes on sale though. So just wait for a Steam sale and pick that game up. It's a lot of fun. I wouldn't have recommended that if I'd have known it was so expensive. But I didn't actually do my homework. It's just <laughs> what I've been playing over the last like week or so, and I've just been really into it. So nice. Y'all get some of just me. Yeah, and I feel bad, since we should have done this at the very top of the podcast, but it slipped my mind, we have a sponsor. Uh-oh. We are being sponsored by Tiny Build, who they make Punch Club and Speedrunner. Well, they make or produce. So they make some, uh, they, they make or produce like Speedrunners and Punch Club, uh, Party Hard, No Time to Explain, um, the the last sta- the final station game that we've talked about before, uh, and they're going to give us and all of our other Broken Jars podcast free games to give away. So listen to the podcast for this podcast. I think the contest will either be writing in Ryan's recommends or Jacob's three things, and if you do, you'll get a free game. Easiest easiest pie. Easy as that. What are the games that we have? Right this week we have Punch Club and Speedrunners. So tell us what you want. Um, depends. First come, first serve. First come, first serve. When you're out of keys, you're out of keys. So, uh, but especially when they start rolling out some of these new games, which look amazing, uh, it's going to be a big deal. That one with the train. Yeah, the final station. Awesome. They also so have. How do they win this? How do they win this again, Jacob? So they email us at brokenjarsbroadcasting@gmail.com and either tell us what. Give us the episode number and what Ryan recommended or my three things were. Okay. That's all you got to do. Easy peasy. Well, thank you very much, Tiny Build. We really appreciate this. uh, I have played these games that they have already. Like, I haven't played um, No Time to Explain, which I really want. I've heard it's hilarious. It looks awesome. The trailer looks amazing, and it's my kind of game. But uh, I have played The Punch Club, and I've played... uh, what was the other one that I was playing Speed. recently that they built? The Speedrunners? Speedrunners? Yeah. Yes, Speedrunners. That game is awesome. It's so much fun. We were talking about that last week. Um, another one they're coming out with which, which looks interesting is Space Janitor. Like, you're literally just a janitor at a space station. <laughs> That's all you're doing. And I really want to check it out because it seems like one of those games like you're kind of talking about to where things just kind of happen and you're there. <laughs> I'm trying not to die. The um, that one with the train. They're building that one, right? Uh, I think technically they're producing it or publishing it. Okay, well, whatever. But it that but, one looks awesome. I mean, it for for me now. They're involved t- with it, right? Yeah, they're involved with it. For me now, like Tiny Build, 
Man, that's a seal of approval. I mean, it's like seeing the like Nintendo seal almost. Just with a couple of games of theirs I play, they've been insanely fun. Yeah, you've played you played the shit out of that. Uh, oh yeah, I played the shit out of Punch Club. I, like I was, I talked to my older brother today. It's the first time we've talked in a while, and he's like, "Hey, you got a new game recommends?" I was like, "Well, you should play Punch Club if you haven't." It's yeah, especially because now he's got a kid. You know, it's a very casual game. You know, it's it's not going to be a big deal if you just got to like click the you know lock button on the tablet and go walk away from it. You know, it's not going to. Nothing's going to keep you there, you know. It's really easy to right, pick yep. up and put down and everything. And so I'm like, man, man, I should play Punch Club again. <laughs> <laughs> Do it on hardcore mode this time and see if it's really that hardcore. What is hardcore mode? What does it do? So um, the the enemies uh, level level up with you. So you don't you never f- meet one of those enemies. It's like super easy because you progressed and didn't do this challenge at a certain like the time you're supposed to but you let it wait so you're way overpowered when you go in that never happens i see so you really gotta like you really gotta manage your fighter and stuff and now with a lot of the other side quests i mean it's a there's a lot of content now like the uh the dark fist expansion they did about doubled the size of the game Oh, did it? Yeah. Like it's it's a lot different, a lot bigger. I haven't played it. It's worth it, Maybe but you I gotta should... re- you gotta restart the game, so you gotta start from scratch. This is the only bummer. Did right. you find it? Okay. I did find it. All right. Forever. Sweet but, Jesus. Um, it's literally only fifteen seconds. But uh, if you'll play it with everybody else, they'll be able to hear it, and then we can okay. you can tell me whether Turns whether you up. hear what I heard. All right, and starting. You have no idea who we are. Oh, we can't just jumpstart it, sir. For sure. You can fight this thing, right? <laughs> you kidding me, sir? Yeah, that he was definitely trying. <laughs> <laughs> I might go see it. If he's willing to do that, I might go see it. Because uh, you heard it, right? The shadow yeah. pause, right? Like, like, you can't. Can you? But he even put the enunciation on fight this thing. <laughs> I'm in, dude. He did it way better than I did. But yeah, that's why I didn't want to ruin it. <laughs> but that was the first thing I said. You can fly this thing. Right, but it, like, it awesome. was, that was pretty good. I got Yeah, no, Chris. he does it right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good job. Go Chris Pine. Like, the more I see him, the more I like him. Like, I hated him when I saw him back in 09 in that Star Trek one. But I've seen some other stuff since then. I like him. He's all right. Yeah, I'm in. I'll go see this maybe. I'll I maybe let you go watch it and then tell me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll probably go see it. I'll hate. I'll hate watch it. Just like every time I watch Big Bang, like new Big Bang Theory, I just hate watch it so hard. Like I watch it every <laughs> week, but I hate it every week. <laughs> my, that reminds me, my friend. So on, you're you're not on Facebook, so this didn't affect you. But like um, six months or a year ago, I posted I uh a version of the Big Bang Theory without the laugh track, uh-huh. which is just friends talking and not laughing at each other's jokes and with a bunch of awkward pauses. Like, it really makes the show, like, like wait, what's going on? And my friend that I'm working with now, Ryan, who I think needs to come on the podcast, we were talking about the other day. He's like, yeah, man, that was my favorite show. Like, I looked forward to it every week. 
and then I watched your stupid video without the laugh track, and now that's all I can see. I can't watch the show no more, man, because it's total bullshit. He's, all He's like, yeah, but you're right. You watch that video with you watch that show without a laugh track, it's horrible. He's like, it's like you know, seeing the arrow and the FedEx symbol. Like once you see it, you can't yeah. unsee it. And there are some so. people on the podcast going, "What?" I'm like, just wait for it. Yeah, yeah. Go Google that video or look at a FedEx symbol. You'll see it. You'll see it. You'll see it. <laughs> so you got three things that are interesting for us, Jake. Okay, so today's Jacob's three things are the three songs I want to hear covered by certain bands. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a little all over the place. Uh, first. I want to hear Amarillo by Morning, done by Frank Turner, who is an English folk rock guy who I love. But I think like the two juxtapositions of the styles would be amazing. Number two, and these are in no particular order, just the ones I was thinking of. Uh, I do love me some Elvis. I love Elvis Presley. And I want to hear uh, Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog. By done by MXPX. Imagine sort of that <laughs> chick. Imagine sort of done with that chick magnet kind of flow style. You know, be amazing. And lastly, just because I want to see what would happen is I want to see Eminem do "Book of Love" by Peter Gabriel. How does that go? The, the "Book of Love" is long and boring. Oh yeah. Yeah, because. Cause I just want to see how many like fucks he can shove in, <laughs> like the fucking book of love is long. <laughs> you know, I just want to see how it would go. <laughs> so those are You're my a mad th- man, Jacob. You're huh? a madman. <laughs> so those are my three things. Uh, you can tell me I'm wrong, tell me I'm right, or just tell me your three or four or twelve songs you want to hear or whatever. So. If they want to win the contest, they can tell that your three recommends were those three bands covering those three songs. Right. Or or you recommend that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or Stalker on Steam. Right. Well, yeah, Stalker on Steam plus the, but just say Stalker on Steam. Good enough. Mm-hmm. At our our uh, email. Broken jars broadcasting at gmail dot com. It'll sooner. It'll soon be short. By next week, we'll actually have like a real email that's not a mouthful to say. So that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Look forward to that. But, you know. Uh, it's... So, yeah, here we are. Near the end of the episode already, man. Already 50 minutes in. Ah, not bad. Not bad at all. I guess we could tell the people who are listening like right now or tomorrow or tonight or whatever. Twitch is covering the uh, RNC and the uh, the Democratic Convention. So if you want to watch that, you can go on Twitch. And I t- believe it or not, it's way more entertaining than watching it on your TV because there's Twitch chat. <laughs> Trust me. It might be worth it to go watch Twitch chat. Oh, they, so- had somebody, they had somebody on last night and it was just, they were just walling the chat with, with a, they got a meme, you know, not a meme, but a uh, emote. Mm-hmm. So ch- chat ha- uh, Twitch has this really cool feature that if I have enough viewers for long enough, I can become partnered with Twitch, and then people can subscribe to me for five bucks a month. I get half of it, and Twitch gets the other half. Okay, mm-hmm. but part of the benefit of subscribing to me 
is you get these emotes that are specific to my channel. Right. So they can be my face or war. I can make them anything I want. So some Twitch channels <laughs> are funny, and they put like they'll just use their twenty that are just ridiculous. But what's fun is if I'm a subscriber on your channel, I can go use your emotes on anyone else's channel in Twitch. So they were just walling the the RNC's chat with people in turbans. It's just this dude in a turban hat. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is terrible. Man, I I saw a tweet because uh, there's a girl I've been watching on Twitch on and off for three, I guess, three years now. When I first started watching her, she had 50 subscribers. She just wow. hit 8,000. So it's like, yeah. good, good for her. Go, go, Bexy. Good for you. All it takes is about three or four years of every day. And you'll have about a thousand to more subscribers. But if you'll just show up every day for three years, you can get a thousand subscribers. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So. But you also need about four thousand subscribers to make a real living. Well, you know, if they're not, if they're not donating. Right. If they're not donating. But if you get a good donation system going, or, I mean, I'm a big fan of convincing people to, to subscribe to you instead of donate. It's like, look, you could save yourself. You know, you don't have to donate me twenty dollars. Just subscribe, subscribe for four months. That'll be a lot more useful than you give me twenty dollars right now. Right. Because being a big subscriber helps you on the Twitch system. Because mm, you get higher and promoted. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh they yeah. Promote you. And you know, same thing with like YouTube and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, you know, I think we're about. About done with this. We could get into some like heavy stuff, but it's been a light episode, so I don't really feel like it. <laughs> yeah, fuck that heavy stuff. And we've had a we've had a bad habit. I've been, mean, you know, I mean, I listen to our podcast every week. We've had a bad habit of ending on shit. Yeah. So you know what? Life is okay. Yeah. Get out there and play some Pokemon Go, y'all. <laughs> Almighty, I, I it's not th that game isn't my jam, but I have loved watching the world react to it. Like it's just been like oh, yeah. popcorn. And I, and and I do want to say this, that Team Yellow sucks. <laughs> Apparently that's the, like, the consensus of everybody. Is yeah, like, Team and you're Yellow not here to defend so fuck you. <laughs> if you were here, maybe you could say something, but I've got the mic. <laughs> so. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for coming out to the 42 Podcast once again. And so whenever you listen to this, be it morning, noon, night, just be having a good time. Put a smile on your face and try to put a smile on somebody else's face because, you know, it's a short life. It's all we got. So let's have some fun with it, huh? Bye. You know, for not having anything to talk about before the show, we just, like, crushed it. <laughs> hey, man, it really helps if I drink caffeine, like, a large amount of caffeine before we start. And then I offset it with, like, four shots of whiskey. It always oh, seems wow. like... Oh, it's just like we plan things out. We got like eight topics. Like, yeah, I get to do it. Like, uh, we kind of jog through it. Like, we're like, screw it. Let's just do this episode. And we just like flow perfect. Well, I, I feel like when we talk about it and we're like forced, that we're not quite smooth enough on our transition. And we're thinking about it too much. And we're thinking about it too much. We become too rigid. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's just easier to flow. Just talk about shit. I just keep Slack open. Look over here. Read up and down. Yeah, I uh, I know moving from Slack at this point would be tough, but Flock seems uh, really 
really tempting. Especially because you can click one button and all the chat goes away and just shows you the links. I'm in. It don't bother me. And, and if it's, it's cheaper and you're the one paying for it, you just tell us we're moving. Right. Well, I'm <laughs> not paying, really I'm not paying for Slack yet, but I could pay for some of uh, Block because it's like three. It's like three bucks per user per month. It is, but it's like unlimited chat and all that stuff. So right. I'll then, see if it's actually worth doing or not. But it looks cool. So what song did you hit him with, Jacob? Uh, some toxicity. <laughs> We were talking about ending this lightly. You hit him with this. It's a fun like, have song. a good day. You're like, have a good day. And listen to this. <laughs> we'll get better at this, we promise. We're only six five episodes in. Which is a lot. Man, I got I got this new battery for my phone and it's amazing. It's huge, but it's amazing. How long does it take to charge? I don't know, but I didn't plug it in, like, so I unplugged it Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, and you know, Saturdays you use your phone a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon at 2pm, I still have 20% of my battery left, and I keep my screen at 75%, so like, it almost doesn't matter how long it takes to charge like that. That's pretty cool. You just plug it in when you go to bed and when you wake yeah, up. I'm at, like, I've, I've used my phone pretty normally a day and I'm at 66%. And for those who know, I have a G3, right? It's Power hungry phone. Power hungry phone. This battery just crushes it. Love it. Awesome. I wish I had known about it sooner because I would have spent the 30 bucks a whole lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how much Pokemon Go is going to uh, uh, force uh, changeable batteries. Will we see a bump in the G5 because of the replaceable battery? What you do is you find like a, like stock in those like portable batteries, you know, the bricks. This sucks. I just bought one of those. When I bought found this battery, I bought it. I'm like, oh, there goes that. But it'll be good for yeah. Chris's though. It'll be good for Chris though. Or your wife's phone. Yeah, the iPhone 6 does pretty good on battery. 